Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Eye of the Watcher podcast. We're giving you all the insight and support you need to get hyped about League of Legends esports. <laughs> I'm Sam. I got Rhino and Manny on to my sides if you guys are watching on YouTube. And we are going to be talking about three players that we think are overrated. Uh, we've talked about a lot of them on a lot of our power rankings. So these are ones that we haven't mentioned, specifically ones that we haven't mentioned. Uh, Rhino, do you want to start with yours? Uh, sure. Uh, so the player that I believe is performing probably the worst at either you can say underperforming or overrated. I think those terms are interchangeable for this player, but, uh, mine's all tech. Ooh. I think for being, uh, the, in the first spot and being a subpar AD carry comparative, I think to the other duo lanes, it could be part of Adrian's fault, but I also think that like you're just as responsible for your laner. As yourself, so I think that when you're in dual lane, whatever your support does is also reflective of how you play because there's got to be some form of communication there. So I I believe that the Adrian Alltech bot lane that I'll just put in quotations I think is heavily underperforming, and it's I think it showed especially in uh, this previous week, which is what week seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, week seven gameplay. I feel like. Uh, Alltech and Adrian just got absolutely smashed every single game. So that's my two cents on the, the failures of bot lane. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have an opinion about that, Manny? Um, I, I mean, I think it's interesting, right? Because I think he's definitely been underperforming as of late. They lost mm-hmm. to definitely in that. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm not. I'm not gonna touch that because I think that's a whole different video for me. Because I, I, I feel like I feel like the Golden Guardian squad has been pretty uh, like underrated. It's been tough like as a whole NA team, but again, we we won't touch that right now. Um, I think they've been figured out in the scheme of Echo Fox, right, and how Echo Fox have been winning. And it's like before people would be like, if we get Huni behind, who do they have? And it's like all the Canadian is just like, we can farm freely all game. What the fuck? Like we just reach all our power spikes. Like they were doing well. So I could see, I could see where you're coming from. I, I yeah, I could see where you're coming from with, with it. I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. I think it's, it's more of like as of late than like, Whole whole split. I think mm-hmm. Altic and Adrian have been very dominant, but again, mm-hmm. like these past few weeks, it's been like, well, everything's collapsing, right? And it's like Echo Fox. <laughs> this is when we see if Echo Fox is actually has a mental fortitude to withstand what what's going on. Yeah, Absolutely. or if like the bot lane just are bad <laughs> and can't hang on, really, because I, I get where you're coming from. Because the thing is. There's not pressure in the bot lane because everyone was focusing Huni a lot, right? And then now that they've been exposed, is it because they're bad or is it because they weren't prepared for that and they couldn't they didn't know how to deal with it? And maybe with training they actually show like, hey, we figured out we're fine. We just have to play it this way. And then especially the way that Echo Fox plays so scrappily, I think it can be very easy. It can be very easy or difficult for an AD carry to survive that because they might have not have the appeal, but if there's so much focus on like Dardock and Huni, um, you just don't look at Alltech 
you know, and then Adrian does his thing on like, you know, utility champions and protects everyone or hard engages and sacrifices himself while Huni goes in and gets a triple kill and stuff like that. So, uh, I could definitely see him being overrated because of his past. He was just like, never something super super special he never stood out as an ad carry and then now on echo fox being the number one team he still isn't really standing out and especially with his last week it's like oh was it because he was really really bad and or overrated and yeah i could totally see that happening and it'll be really interesting to see how the end of the season wraps up and even playoffs to see how when a team gets you know multiple chances to redeem themselves and play play out a best of three and a best of five uh what will happen in that bot lane. So I think it's a really interesting one. How about you, Manny? What do you got for us? As much as it breaks my poor little heart. Ole, (sighs) why? (laughs) (laughs) He's such a nice guy though, Manny. You're so rude. Humble, humble, diligent. I (laughs) love Ole. And so I don't necessarily want to say overrated i think that's a little harsh on the kid i think he played out his goddamn mind last year right uh-huh this is this is different ole i think i think it i mean it, it's never easy laning with double lift right i think i think a lot of people know that afromu's relationship with double lift is a little you know tense and and stuff and we know who afro is right like afro is like the super chill guy like that that means a lot right and it's changed but i still feel like there's so much disconnect and it's just so so sad to see from a player that to some would say was the best player in you know like he he wasn't necessarily in the mvp running but like there there was murmurs of that right like of ole possibly being an mvp Uh caliber player uh especially for that uh, you know, 2017 Immortal Squad, and I just don't know. Like, it's just he—he's been criticized so much, and I feel like once you join Team Liquid, once you join one of the the higher ups, right? Like, Immortals had a new fan base. Everyone was nice with everyone, but once you get to like these old teams, right? Like the old guard, it's like Ole. You missed your basic combo, you fucking idiot. It's like this guy's not used to this sort of criticism, right? Of like uh-huh, this uh-huh. this toxicity that that all the major I want to say pretty much all the major teams have, right? I think like you don't you wouldn't really see that in Immortals, right? Because Immortals was so new. So it was like, yeah, whatever, right? But you see that so much from TSM, you see that so much from um Team Liquid, CLG, right? It's such toxicity that it's just like it's been getting to him and it's been so hard for him to like even be... There's been glimpses, but even that is just not enough, right? I think he's still highly overrated this year or this season or the split. Yeah, or underperforming maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's an interesting one because he was such a playmaker Right, he was roaming like crazy. He was kind of doing what Smoothie's doing now. The split, you know, getting into the top lane, going everywhere, ma- making his presence known. And Ole's, I feel like, like you kind of mentioned with double lift and maybe some of the criticism that he's just kind of like 
or actually I would even say this when they told wild turtle, like don't flash forward, you know, he was like not allowed to flash forward when he was on TSM by like loco doco. I think it was loco doco that made him like not like they put him on a leash and Ole is just kind of like, or like how Matt has kind of lost his confidence or lost his confidence on liquid. He's been like told like, you can't do this and this is how you should be behaving and playing because of like the superstars or a stat. I don't know what it is. We assume it's double lift. We could be wrong, but double lift is very vocal and he is a veteran. And uh, no matter what you think about double lift, I know all the pros are like double lift is like a veteran and well-respected, you know? So something's something's weird with Ole, like some block. Yeah. Or it could be a whole team thing, but yeah, something, something's weird. Rhino, what do you think? I don't know. I think Ole is a, Ole's a good player, but I, I don't know if the, I'm not going to blame it so much on the environment. I think maybe it's an adjustment period and I think mm-hmm. Ole is just going to get better over time. Cause I remember Ole when he first came into, he was a bit underwhelming if I recall correctly. So yeah. I think, I think over time he'll, he'll get slightly better. He's, he's a, he's a summer split player is what you're telling me. There's still hope. <laughs> I, I think, I think he's, I think he can only get better. So as much as underperforming for this, but well, I think it, I, I hard agree on that. You can only get better. I, oh, hey, there shit. are plenty of players in the LCS that they can only get worse, you know, yeah. and they are already bad. It's just like, you know, and some of those we've talked about a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So, my overrated player or underperforming player is actually Mithy. And this one, I'm not going to bring too much analytics into why I think this, but more of just like kind of what people have been saying about TSM. But Mithy was brought in bec- not because of his mechanics. He's not like this mechanical god. And he's admitted to that, but he's really smart at the game. And anyone that has a conversation with Mithy, they're like, wow, this guy knows a lot. And especially with his connection with Sven, where Sven respects him so much that like, I'll go where Mithy goes too. Or I'll follow him to America because I want to succeed and Mithy is going to be successful. So he's brought onto a team that is having communication issues and identity issues like that is what Mithy is supposed to solve as like a very smart, clear, decisive player. And even if Mike Young as a jungler who typically are shot calling is not able to shot call, I think a support should be able to like carry pretty much all the shot calling role for their team and not be like a, the best team in the league, but a lot better than sixth place right now or seventh place where there's no, they're sitting in sixth place right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that, I actually think that Mithy is super underperforming towards his expectations that uh, I think he, how he performed on G2 and what his expect- expectations were to be bringing to TSM the split. Mm-hmm. I'd agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I could, I could see that. And I mean, I think, the the other thing is that like it's so hard there's so many moving parts that had to align properly for TSM to be highly successful from the get-go right <clears throat> and i mean even still right people have been saying TSM are going to be fine in the future right like it's more of like a a time thing and I think even considering how bad G2 were last summer, um, 
like they were damn bad right <laughs> with with Sven and Mithy like they were they were actually god awful like they I don't think like the team had won like a single game with like their actual starting five until like week five and then they started winning they made it to playoffs and they swept <laughs> everything and they won everything they're like what the fuck you know like um so I mean I I do agree and it's hard to necessarily pinpoint but it's also hard when you see TSM like Gova players such as Biofrost who I think has so much room to grow right I think like uh-huh. he can end up being one of the best native supports right mm-hmm. and, and even in the sense of like kind of like that that Afro has like interesting picks right has these playmaking player like supports that he can play mm-hmm that it's like he he is so good right and it's like you are wasting an import slot on this right like on yeah. on, on Mythian, it's like how much was there the issue right i mean i think that's been like the storyline it's like it was said it was communication has it got better it's like not, no it's not really right <laughs> i mean right i mean and and granted like it, it will get worse when you switch three out of your five right but mm-hmm. again it, it's 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 tough right and mm-hmm. uh it's just it's just i mean i think it can get a lot better i mean again i still think Mithy is really fucking smart at the game i've seen him stream a couple times yeah. and just the way he thinks about the game is just like dude what the fuck like i'm like he's kind of like the um Similar to Lemonation, but in the sense of like he can actually still perform a lot of the things <laughs> when he's like on his game. You know what I'm saying? Like, because uh-huh, uh-huh. if he's on his game, like sometimes it's like you don't even have to do mechanically intensive things, but he just is in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. And it's just like he's trying to do that, but he's in a disconnect with the rest of the team. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that comes down to expectations and not communication. Mm-hmm. I think that the players don't know what they want from each other. Mm-hmm. And that's, that comes down to also like, uh, what are the expectations of Mike Young? And like I said before, there's a clear disconnect, I think, with the top side of the map, including mid lane, comparative to the bottom side of the map and what they should be playing around and like what the expectations are and stuff like that. So I think it's a, I think it's a toss up though, right? So, I mean, I, I think, I think Missy's yes is underperforming, but this felt like a, I, I feel, I'd be quick to, to, to blame this on, the hype behind with Reggie than performance by Mithy because I think anybody that saw that coming in knew they weren't going to perform properly right away. Yeah, I think, I think like if if and even I did right. If you rated the team highly, is because you ex- expected the team to on all cylinders to be like a really good team. And I still think mm-hmm. like if they're on all cylinders, they're really good, but. Obviously, it's it's taken a lot longer than I think fans and anyone else has expected. But I mean, it it was kind of like bound to happen. In my opinion. <laughs> All right, cool. So those are three players that we think are underrated or or I don't know, uh, overrated or underperforming. Uh, and maybe we'll do an overrated or I mean, sorry, an underrated. Are performing above expectations later, but uh, that is it for this episode of the Eye of the Watchers podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.